today we're talking to Michael. Hi, Michael. Hello. So Michael was already on ClojureScript podcast when we talked about CLJ Condo, and you can find Michael on the internet with a handle BorgDude. Uh, we will also link uh, to the accounts in the show notes. Uh, and today we're going to talk about, well, tools. There's a couple of them, so we'll just try to break them down and then maybe allow you to understand when you should use which one. Um, so, Michael, you're, you're actually putting a lot of noise or like not noise in a bad negative sense. I believe a lot of signal on the Internet, especially when it comes to closure uh, with the tools and with the, star, uh, with the stuff you're producing. Um, so wh- where would we start with all the tools that you're using? How, like how are you using them? Why did you start to use them? Like what's the deal? Yeah. So, yeah, I would say that the two uh, well, most well-known tools that I've created uh, are CLJ Condo, the closure linter that we already talked about uh, before on the previous uh, season of this podcast. Mm-hmm. And the other tool that I've created uh, is called Babeshka. And Babeshka is a scripting tool for closure. Um, and there are a couple of other tools that are somehow related to these two. All right, so why did you start the Babashka? Yeah, so um, I was already working on like Sildia Kondo and I've, uh, Kondo is a uh, uh, command line tool or can be ran as a, a command line tool with uh, that, that has very fast uh, startup and it's compiled with uh, GraalVM. So, mm-hmm. and I also did another uh, command line tool, tool called uh, Jet. Uh, and JET stands for JSON, Eden, and Transit, which you can convert to each other with this command line tool. Mm-hmm. And while I was building uh, JET, uh, I, it's actually a very simple tool. It didn't take much time to, to, to produce. Uh, but I, on the way home from a Heart of Closure conference, uh, I went uh, to, uh, to home on, with the train and... I had some time left, and I uh, decided to add a query language to uh, to Jet, mm-hmm. uh, like JQ also has JQ as a tool to transform JSON. It has a query language where you can say, well, from this list of maps, I want to select only these fields. Uh, so more like you have functions like map and select keys, uh, like we would do in Closure. I don't know how JQ calls them, but uh it's a similar idea and i wanted to add this to to jet so i started adding like oh what would what would it look like if you uh did map with a keyword over over these values from standard in and uh so i started adding map and filter and uh keys and vals and all kinds of closure functions and before I knew it, I had something which looked pretty close to, to Clojure, which still worked on, on GraalVM. And uh, as, as you might know, or may not know, uh, GraalVM doesn't support eval, uh, like Clojure Core eval. Mm-hmm. So you cannot, at runtime, just uh, run random uh, Clojure programs from, from a string. You cannot do that in, in GraalVM because... GraalVM doesn't support uh, dynamic class loading and eval needs uh, dynamic class loading because it produces uh, classes in memory and then wants to add them to the class path. So that doesn't work. But 
But uh, what I made in Jet was essentially a little closure interpreter. So I, I decided to take this one step further and make it into an, uh, yeah, uh, a, a closure interpreter which uh, can interpret uh, programs uh, that look like normal JVM closure programs. So that, that's basically how that started. Mm -hmm. And how did you solve this problem with this dynamic class loader? Yeah, so I'm not actually compiling closure, but I'm interpreting closure. So uh, when a user types like uh, a list, like list plus one, two, three, I just look up the function plus from, uh, from a hash map that I keep, uh, that I compiled statically into the binary. And then I, uh, then I interpret the arguments and then I execute that function. So that's interpretation. And that doesn't need any dynamic class loading. Right. Uh, what are the other advantages of using GraalVM? So the main advantage for me uh, is the, the fast startup time. So, uh, and then I'm only talking about the native image capabilities of GraalVM. So uh, GraalVM has uh, different parts to it. So one thing is the native image generation. And that's basically the only thing that I've used. Mm -hmm. But it, it also has polyglot capabilities where you can uh, run multiple languages in, in one uh, runtime. Uh, so you can talk from R to Clojure to Python. Nice. Uh, but that's a part I'm not too too familiar with. So I'm only using mm -hmm. the native native image to produce command line tools, basically. Okay, what can we unpack a bit more this native image? What does it mean? So native image, uh, what this does. Um, uh, so normally a closure program is compiled either to in memory uh, class files or class files on disk. So if you mm -hmm. AOT, if you uh, compile ahead of time uh, mm -hmm. closure programs, then you actually see on disk all these class files. And those are normal JVM class files that are uh, executed by the JVM. But what GraalVM does, it takes this one step further. So it takes these class files and then compiles them to native binary code. So you don't need a JVM anymore to execute these, this code. It's directly executed by your uh, architecture instead of a Java virtual machine. I see. And therefore, the fast startup time and then... Yep. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, so we talked about JET, uh, but JET is not the main tool, right? Yeah, so JET is, I think, a very useful tool. What, I, what I'm using it for is... Uh, in my day job, I have to deal with large, large uh, chunks of transit and uh, also in the browser. So we send chunks of transit back and forth between the client and the browser. And sometimes I just want to see what is inside of it, but I cannot read transit with my, uh, as it is. So I, I just copy paste the transit and then feed it into Jet, transform it to Eden, maybe apply a query, and then I can see what's in the response. Mm -hmm. So that's what what Jet uh, what I use Jet for, mm -hmm. and uh, but that's almost everything that I have to say about Jet. So it's a really simple tool. Mm -hmm. But one thing that is interesting, and maybe 
it's better to, to say this at the end, but actually Jet also accepts um, uh, arguments like uh, if you want to transform keys uh, using a function, you can now uh, pass the function as a command line argument. And this will then be interpreted by this interpreter that I uh, made later than the uh, later down the road, so to speak. Okay. So that that uh, that's a maybe funny way uh, to look at it because I started working on the interpreter because of the idea I got in in Jet. I see. Uh, but later it ended up inside of Jet anyway. Uh okay. And the inter interpreter is called. Oh yeah, the interpreter is called uh, the small closure interpreter. So what what this is, actually, I made the scripting tool called Babeshka, right. and this is like the the closure interpreter that is compiled into a GraalVM binary for fast startup time, that can interpret uh, closure programs. Mm -hmm. uh, but I split this this pro I split this software up into multiple libraries. And the, the interpreter I also split out as a library, and that is called the small closure interpreter. Okay. So Babashka is composed of this small closure interpreter. This is what you're saying? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Okay. Are there any other parts to Babashka? Yeah. So if you want to write a closure interpreter, you have to. The first thing you will have to do is parse closure code, mm -hmm. and I wrote a small library for that as well. And that is split out under the name Edamami. Mm -hmm. And Edamami, that is a name for uh, baby soy beans. It is right. a Japanese dish. But the yes. name is also also sounds a bit like uh, Eden. So that's why I chose that's it. That's the connection, right? That's the connection. <laughs> and um, so that's, that's the parser uh, library. It's based on tools.reader. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, but you, you can use it for, well, if you want to build an unofficial alternative closure yourself, you can use this for parsing maybe if you want. Okay. Um, so these two parts are coming, are they're combining the Babashka tool, right? Yeah. So what um, Babashka essentially is, uh, it is uh, a closure interpreter built using GraalVM. But it also packs like uh, useful libraries uh, that are not by default in in the closure interpreter. But you can use the closure interpreter to add libraries to it. So you can you can uh, look at it like Babeshka is the final product, mm -hmm. and Sai is like the ingredient uh, where you can create something like Babeshka. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. uh, so sorry so is the babashka yeah, yeah. is this like a subset of closure or yeah that's superset? a good question so it started out as a super small subset of closure uh so in the beginning uh we didn't have macros for example mm -hmm. uh and yeah. it was still useful for for scripting because you don't need to write your own macros for every little script mm -hmm. but eventually course some people asked for it and uh, I added it to to uh, Sai and also to Babeshka mm -hmm. uh, 
And later on, yeah, so we started with these small one-liners in Babeshka. So you can say, I feed the result of one bash uh, script into Babeshka, and then we read it as uh, 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 strings, so lines of text from standard in, and then we do some closure transformation on it. Then we write it back to standard out. So th this is how Babeshka started out, like one-liners. So you, then you don't need macros, but we also didn't have namespaces uh, for a long time, or a long time. This tool only is half a year <laughs> old right now, <laughs> but uh, like the first few few weeks or months. Yeah. Uh, so those got added later on, and bit by bit, uh, it got more feature complete. Mm -hmm. uh, recently, we also added uh, multi-methods to it. Uh, so we have namespaces, multi-methods. Uh, I don't know. There, there isn't a lot what I would call essential that is still missing. Mm -hmm. um, maybe some people have asked, like, protocols, if I could add that, but... That's a little bit difficult because I think protocols might require like some JVM bytecode stuff that maybe is not well suited uh, for an interpreter. So this is maybe where the where where the division will be between normal JVM closure and uh, Babeshka. Mm -hmm. So no protocols, so how about records and all the other guys? Yeah, I don't have records as well. Mm -hmm. uh, I haven't thought about implementing them yet. I see. So mm -hmm. this tool is mainly targeted at replacing bash scripts with closure. Mm -hmm. And things like, like dev records are usually there for performance reasons. Right. Um, Right. And this tool is not so much focused on performance. It's more focused on uh, creating scripts that you would otherwise write in Bash. And you, you want to have equally fast startup time, but you want to get rid of like the, the parts of Bash that you keep forgetting about. Like, I always have to look up, uh, how do I check if a variable is empty in Bash? Or uh, what is the syntax for if else again? So these are the things I don't want to spend my time on. I just want to write closure in my scripts because that's the thing I already know from right. uh, what I do in my work and also in my spare time. Mm -hmm. uh, so, and I find it a lot more readable too. So, but that's of course my personal bias, but there, I think there are a lot of people with this personal bias that that would find it equally useful as absolutely. i do absolutely i agree so on which platforms does it run yeah so uh GraalVM compiles uh, uh supports compilation for linux mac os and windows mm -hmm. uh, they say that windows uh, support is more experimental uh, but i have been publishing releases for sale Kondo. Uh, Jet and Babeshka for a few months now, and I didn't receive any particular problems to Windows. So mm -hmm. I think we can we can uh, 
say that we support Windows as well. Okay. Because uh, yeah. there is also, by the way, there's a, um, a package manager for Windows called uh, Scoop. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so if if there are are any people using Windows uh, want to install one of these tools, you can install Scoop, the package manager, and then you can look at uh, uh, Scoop Closure. Mm-hmm. There is a repository by Little Lee, I think he's called. Uh, his username on GitHub, so Little Lee, and then Scoop Closure, and he has like uh, eight or ten uh, closure tools that you can install via his uh, repository, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool, I think. So we support Windows, and uh, for Mac OS X, you can use Homebrew to install these tools. Mm-hmm. And for Linux, you can also use Homebrew, but that's maybe less common in, in the Linux communities. Uh, there is There are packages for uh, Arch. Mm-hmm. And there's you can also just download binaries and put it in a, like on your path. And that, that's right. also a way to install it. So mm-hmm. Babeshka is just a binary, a single binary that you can download and put on your path and then it works. So you don't need anything else. You don't need a JVM or you don't need Node. or So that's just it. Uh, you download it and you run it. Mm-hmm. So I think this is also maybe suited for CI environments where you just pull the binary and then you can do your, run your scripts, which is mm-hmm. very handy. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there any maybe like a list of included libraries and namespaces from Clojure or anything like this? Yeah. So... Uh, I think it's useful to think about the libraries as like built-in libraries that we have in Mm -hmm. Babeshka, but also libraries that are uh, made by users and are put on GitHub that you can also run. So maybe I can first name a few like the the built-in ones. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let me see. So we have, uh, yeah, the most commonly used closure namespaces. Mm-hmm. Like Closure Core, Eden, Java.shell, Java.io, Set, String. We have Closure Test and we have Closure Walk. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think it's pretty useful to have Closure Test as a built in library because you can even now r- very easily write tests for your scripts. And that, that's not something that I did many times for when I wrote bash scripts. Right. So it's very cool to have that also inside Babeshka. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have so that's that's the closure core part that we include, but there's also uh, closure tools CLI to to parse command line arguments. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have closure core async. Uh, yeah. By the way, closure core async. Everything works from Closure Core Sync inside Babeshka, except uh, the Go macro that's still a work in progress. But so, but you can do like asynchronous stuff using uh, threads. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have Closure Data CSV to parse CSV files or to produce CSV files. Uh, we have Cheshire uh, to par- to deal with uh, JSON, mm-hmm. and uh, we have. Uh, a namespace called babeshka.wait and that's for waiting for ports to open or file, files to exist. 
So that's uh, maybe, yeah, some people might be familiar with the bash script called wait for it. That is used in Docker images a lot to wait for other containers to have their port available. But so this is built into Babeshka as well. Um, and then we are still looking at uh, including Closure XML, mm -hmm. uh, maybe a YAML library that we're evaluating currently and a built-in HTTP client, but we're still looking at the requirements. Um, so that's still uh, to be done. Mm -hmm. And then, so these are the built-in things that you get with this single binary that you download. Mm -hmm. But there's also uh, some libraries that, that I have uh, forked from existing libraries and made compatible with Babeshka mm -hmm. or just libraries that happen to work already with uh, Babeshka as it is. So uh, one cool thing is uh, a fork that I made from Closure Spec, which is Closure Spec version one. So not not the the second iteration that is coming out, hopefully soon. Uh, so it's version one, and I uh, yeah I cut out all the things that Babashka uh, didn't uh, support, or I wasn't able to run it yet. Uh, so it is a subset of spec with all the uh, with all the regex operations and stuff. So it, it supports almost everything except uh, instrumentation and uh, the generation part. Mm -hmm. So you can do, you can validate data and conform data and explain the output stuff like that. So that library is called Spartan.spec mm -hmm. because it's uh, only a subset of of spec and it, you can uh, run this as an interpreter uh, library. So it's not built in. So, so uh, Babeshka will interpret this, this code. Mm -hmm. um, so there are a couple of others. Uh, one, one is called CLJ HTTP Lite. And you can use this as a HTTP client library. It's a fork of CLJ HTTP Lite, uh, but with the original where I forked it from had a, a dependency which I removed, which was not so much needed. I see. Mm -hmm. And then I could just run it with uh, Babeshka. Um, so there is the there is a also a library called Medly with which has a lot of uh, utility functions. It's made by uh, Weave Jester. Mm -hmm. His GitHub name, his real name is James Reeves. Um, and the only thing I had to do there was um, it was a CLGC library. So it had reader conditionals. And the only thing I had to do there was copy all the CLJ branches from the CLJC file and make them into BB branches. Mm. Uh, and this, this brings me to like, uh, I had the same thing with uh, there is a new library called regal by lambda island to create uh, regular expressions from from hiccup basically and there i there i had to do the same thing i just copied all the clj branches to bb branches and then it worked so this 
gave me the idea to maybe maybe it makes sense for Babeshka to to just take the CLJ branch in the conditional reader conditionals uh, if there is no BB branch before it. So then I can maybe run a lot of libraries that are already uh, there without changing them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there, these are some of the libraries that, that I have uh, uh, tried and worked with Babeshka. But uh, there is uh, one library in progress that is made by a Babeshka user around file system operations. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 based on the Java.neo uh, classes. So one one of the cool things of of uh, GraalVM and and Babeshka is that I can uh, include uh, information about classes mm-hmm. via a configuration file, and then I can use reflection to do uh, interrupt with these files. So uh, all the yeah commonly cl- uh, used classes like Java file or Java IO file and uh, system and string, things like that. I can just do interrupt on them in the as a script for Babeshka. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that makes it pretty close to, to uh, normal closure as well. So mm-hmm. the, um, but you still get the fast startup time. So, and uh, so because this is possible, you can write a library around all the Java Neo uh, file classes uh, to make a like more closure-like library, which mm-hmm. you can use then with Babeshka. So this is an in-progress uh, library. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's more or less all of the ingredients and what can you do. So why, why don't we just try to come back to the installation? So we said this is available on different platforms. So I would just say, I don't know, on my platform, I would say brew install Babeshka. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. how would I use this? What's like? What's the command line? Yeah, yeah. So the co- tool itself is called uh, BB, uh, mm-hmm. like an abbreviation for Babeshka. Mm-hmm. And you just type uh, BB, and if you don't know what to do, you can you can uh, type uh, minus minus help. Mm-hmm. Then it will print all the options uh, it has. But if you just give it a closure expression. So you type BB and then uh, between quotes, you type plus one, two, three, then it will just print six. So that is the simplest way you can use Babeshka just to evaluate a closure expression. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can, you can uh, evaluate files if you want and uh, you can set a class path mm-hmm. to, uh, to load libraries, uh, but it's all like documented in the help output. Okay. So I think that's a good place to start. And also the GitHub README page has a lot of uh, information on how to get started. Cool. We will link all of this stuff in the show notes. Um, are there any recommendations for, for from you as a creator of this library, how someone should go about all of this? Or I believe there is also some kind of support. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we have a Slack channel. Uh, there's about 80 people in it right now. So if you have any questions about Babeshka, you can just go there and I'm probably there. If, and if I'm asleep, someone else will answer. <laughs> um, so that's, I think, a good way to connect. And you 
can also just post an issue on GitHub or uh, mm -hmm. I th think these are the two main things to get help. So you started this as a, like a subset of elements. So you have the closure small interpreter. So this sign mm -hmm. package, and then you have Edamame. And then in the end, you combine this to like Babashka. So what, like, what's the, why, why did you decide to do that? Yeah, I actually started the other way around. So I started with Babashka and then I decided like, oh, maybe other people can, can use this as well. So then I split out the Sai library and the Edamama library. Uh, and I also decided to port the Sai library to uh, JavaScript as well. Mm -hmm. So that doesn't only run on the JVM, but it also runs uh, using ClojureScript on JavaScript. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and some people are actually using that in a funny way right now. So some someone uh, recently posted an issue on, on GitHub, uh, on the Sai GitHub, where he used Sai as a chatbot to evaluate uh, closure in uh, using npm. So Sai is also available as an npm library. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's that's a way I didn't foresee uh, Sai being used. And uh, other people are also using Sai for making uh, tools. Uh, so there is one guy who made uh, bootleg. Mm -hmm. uh, and bootleg is a static HTML web page generator. And uh, so it's kind of like Babeshka, but it's more tailored towards HTML generation. Mm -hmm. So it, it has uh, templating libraries inside of it. So it's, it's kind of the same thing, but more specialized. Right. And so these are fun things that, that uh, people are using Sci for as well. Mm -hmm. So uh, do you know if there are any other uh, uses of uh, those libraries that we talked about, like Webashka, Sai, Edamame in the community? Yeah. Uh, so early on uh, when I was creating Babashka, I thought it would maybe be useful to split out these libraries so people could use them in other ways. And not only uh, that I have an interpreter for doing bash uh, replacements, Mm -hmm. So I decided to split out Sai and also port it to CLJC. So it runs can also run on JavaScript instead of only on the JVM. And uh, one thing that I didn't foresee uh, was that people started using this to send uh, programs between the client and the server. So, so both client and server can interpret the same program. And this is how uh, Molly uses uh, Sai. Molly is a schema library, mm -hmm. uh, which is kind of like spec, but more the data, the schemas are more like pure Eden. And so they already had this property, like uh, being able to send the schemas uh, back and forth between the server. But sometimes they wanted also to have predicates in their schemas. And predicates are functions, but now they can use Sai uh, to to uh, to just send these functions in their uh, literal representation, and then interpret these functions on either the closure uh, backend or or frontend. Uh, another use of Sai that I recently heard about was that people were using this. Uh, 
as a chatbot that evaluated uh, closure. So Sai is available <clears throat> also on NPM. So they use the NPM library to, to create a chatbot, chatbot mm -hmm. uh, I think a Slack bot or something. <clears throat> and uh, some people have also made things like Babeshka with Sai, so more like the command line tool usage. So there's one author, uh, I, know, I know him by the name Crispin on, uh, on Slack. And he, uh, he made a tool called Bootleg, which, uh, which is specialized for creating uh, static HTML pages. So it has a lot of templating libraries in it and hiccup uh, HTML generation and parsing stuff. Uh, and there is also a tool called uh, Dad, I think, which is made to, uh, to create recipes to install uh, libraries. So it's more like, uh, kind of like a chef, but more closure -y. So it's also very much like Babeshka, but very specialized towards one goal. I see. Very interesting. I think it's always surprising to see this as an author of this library, how actually people use this in a different way that you never expected. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so maybe on the last note, how does the uh, Babashka compare to other CLJ scripting tools? Yeah, that's a nice question. Um, so um, maybe it's good to, to mention a few. Like you can do scripting with uh, normal closure, mm -hmm. like the closure CLI tools. And uh, so that will run on the JVM, and that's that's the most flexible way probably of scripting. But it comes with the downside of the startup time. So that's usually you pay one and a half second for the startup time. Mm -hmm. um, so there are other alternatives that that are faster. For example, uh, Plank and Lumo. Those are both based on self-hosted closure script. Mm -hmm. And Plank and Lumo have a startup time of around a second to half a second, mm -hmm. um, which is still okay, I guess. Um, but if you're used to bash, it's still not as snappy as you, you're used to. Mm -hmm. uh, so then we probably arrive at Joker. And Joker is a... Uh, native implementation built of closure built in Go. So it's an interpreter. And the three previous solutions I mentioned are all compiled, mm -hmm. but Joker is an interpreter. So this means it doesn't emit like uh, instructions to, to disk first that are heavily optimized and then executed, but it interprets the expressions as, as, uh, as you go. Mm -hmm. um, so Joker uh, is an interesting project, I think. Um, uh, but it also has like a few things uh, that sets it apart from normal JVM closure. So it doesn't do any interop. It doesn't know anything about Java classes. Mm -hmm. um, and it doesn't support multi-threading, although it has some something like core async, uh, but you don't have, yes. But you don't have real threads, so it, it is um, it is an interesting project. But it's maybe not uh, hundred percent what people are familiar with if you're using Closure on the JVM a lot. Mm -hmm. So I think that's where Babeshka uh, has a nice 
place to fill in this area. So they're all fine solutions. Uh, but Babeshka focuses on being compatible as much as possible with JVM closure, which has the one and a half startup seconds of startup time. Mm-hmm. And now you suddenly have 13 milliseconds of startup time. Uh, that's um, 13, right? One, three, you said. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's uh, one, three. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not because I'm a very good programmer. It's just because I have used GraalVM and GraalVM makes this possible that I have this fast startup time. So uh, you're just I, cheating. I guess I'm also, I'm just <laughs> cheating, I guess. And also, also I don't have to reinvent uh, everything because I think Joker has a much harder time replicating stuff that is in closure than I do because right. in Babeshka, because in Babeshka, I can just reference functions uh, from existing closure libraries and just uh, pre-compile them into the native binary. And then usually it just works. Well, not every time, but with a lot, with uh, some care and attention, you can get most things working. Um, So I think that that is, um, I think that is a unique feature of Babeshka that is very close to the JVM uh, closure in that it supports interop with Java classes well, only the selected set of Java classes that are compiled together uh, with Babeshka. Mm-hmm. So you cannot like add classes later on. That that doesn't work. So we include like a lot of uh, a couple of dozens of, of classes like Java String, right. Java Double, Java System, etc. And we have uh, real threads. So uh, PMAP and Future, etc. They all just work. I see. Cool. Yeah, definitely. A shout out to Joker, to Roman, who created the Joker. It's fantastic. Uh, it was the first, I believe, linter for closure. And yeah, and shout out to Mike Fikes, the creator of Plank. Uh, also fantastic tool. So yeah, and you're coming along with Babashka. So I think this is fantastic as well. So thanks, thank you for that, though. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, thank you so much also for spending the time talking about Babashka. And I guess we look forward to what you come up with next because you are on <laughs> fire, mister. So. <laughs> Thanks for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. Jacek. Oh, one more thing. Uh, you're also on GitHub sponsors. So if someone is interested, likes the tool that you're doing, I think they should look it up um, and just support you and your work. So once more and more time thank you and uh, we'll be in touch if you find this podcast valuable there are many ways you can support it you can review it on itunes or any other platform you're listening to you can share it on social media with your friends you can blog about it discuss it on your own podcast and you can support it directly by buying my video courses and learning closure script and closure at my website jacekshe.com that's J-A-C-E-K-S-C-H-A-E dot com. Thank you for your support of this show.